Welcome everyone, this is Marie Waite. I am here at our Zoom talk and today we have a guest, an amazing, amazing guest. I'm so excited. We have Laura Langermeyer, who is a five times book selling author. Uh, she's known as the Millionaire Maker. Uh, she is an international speaker and she's been in so many um, TV shows. Uh, you know, I'm like naming The View, Dr. Phil, CNN, Fox, uh, just so many amazing uh, shows that she's been in. And she is also known as a financial strategist. Laura, welcome to our Zoom talk. Thank you. It's great to be here, Marie. Yes. This is our first time really meeting each other. And we've talked on the phone, but um, I am so blessed that you are here with me today. And um, you know, I wanted to ask you about your humble beginnings. Is, is that something that you can share with us? Because I, I'm really curious about how it all started for you. Absolutely. So uh, I grew up in a farm in Nebraska, lots of siblings, um, didn't have a conversation about money. Um, you know, great family, typical farm family. And then, uh, but knew that I wanted to do something different. At 17, I started attending different workshops. No one in our family had ever done that. And I met Dennis Waitley, who uh, introduced me to the book, Think and Grow Rich. <clears throat> From then okay. on, like once I read that, that was like, okay, the, the, I don't know who the people were, but I was like, this resonates. Like, these are going to be my people. So then I switched from being uh, going to college to be a lawyer and uh, got in a, a degree oh. in finance and just started studying millionaires. In fact, when I was 17, I walked in. My first mentor was a bank president. I walked into the bank and I said, money is all stored here. I know nothing about it. I need to learn. And uh, so I went on and off through the four years of my undergrad degree, uh, work on and off with this bank president as a mentor and just showing like, what do people invest in? And the truth is millionaires invest in real estate, gas and oil off Wall Street. So it's like, oh, it's not all the stock market. So what people were being taught is completely not what I was learning. And then I uh, went on to get a master's degree in exercise physiology, had a great run in my 20s building fitness centers on offshore oil rigs for Chevron, uh, which was interesting um, because I was doing the analysis. So I had a finance degree and not just the exercise degree. A lot of them had, which is why I got the job because I could do I got the contract. It was a multi-million dollar contract. I was 24 years old. So Wow, 24 years old? 24 years old. It's amazing. <laughs> so I moved from Nebraska to New Orleans to fly around on helicopters and seaplanes and uh, really put a mark on that whole corporate wellness. And I, was, I actually wrote a book back then, hardly even remember doing it. But the analysis of how unhealthy people uh, affect huge corporate America in their healthcare and costs. So Fast forward how I got here though, 1996, I knew I wanted to be done with that. Met Robert Kiyosaki, Sharon Lecter, became the cash flow game uh, master distributor okay. and started putting cash flow on the map across the, the globe actually. We traveled all over. And 1999 became a real estate and gas and oil millionaire. And then in 2000, 2001, I started what's still known as Live Out Loud, um, but I've had to do a lot of other branding. Um, integratedwealthsystems.com is our current website. I have Ask Laurel. I have Millionaire Maker Store. I wrote the Millionaire Maker series. I have five New York Times bestsellers. And uh, kind of the rest has been history. I've just been mentoring and coaching and strategizing now for decades. Wow. I mean, are we talking about how many years? Uh, I mean, you're 24 years old when you already reached that level. And then now, I mean, you're still, I mean, you're just so successful. So um, I just wanted to see in terms of the uh, transition from uh, 
from where you got into a position to, to you are in all of those TV shows. How did that happen? I mean, I'm just trying to understand how yeah. you got to that point. <laughs> it's interesting. So I have a, one of my books is called uh, Say Yes and Figure It Out. So at 24, I mean, I just said yes to doing, I didn't know how to build fitness centers. I just figured here, here's the real pivotal part is I say yes. And I figure who's going to do it, not how it's going to get done. And okay. I think too many people don't say yes. Cause they think, well, I have to figure it out. It's like, I'm not going to figure it out. And I'll figure out half the stuff I do. I have marijuana licenses. I'm not going to figure out how to grow weed. I'm going to hire some of the greatest growers to go do it. So I think that for a lot of people listening is really pivotal to understanding success is you got to mm -hmm. stop processing whether you can do it and you got to trust whether you can build a team that can do it. So I did that at 24. Fast forward, um, what year was it? 2004. So the way I became, in 1999, I had my son. I was a single mom. Um, I walked oh, okay. Um, I wanted to be a mom. He didn't want to be a dad. So I was pretty clear I was going to do this by myself. So that was another big pivotal year because then I had to really learn to make a lot of money because I had to hire a nanny. I had, you know, three plane tickets or all two for the first two years. I mean, then I really had to restructure my life as a single parent and became a millionaire that year. So that was my big year, 1999 with my son, Logan. And so, and he's 20 now. So we, it was just interesting in that time period because I would just go out and do real estate because I knew how to do it. And I would take mm -hmm. people on real estate tours. In 2004, I wrote uh, with Gorilla Marketing, J. Conrad Levinson, I wrote Gorilla Wealth, which is, again, how do you do wealth differently within months? And this is really pivotal to those listening. Just get your first book out because my first book within three months got me a seven-figure contract. And uh, I wrote the Millionaire Maker series. So I wrote the Millionaire Maker. I wrote how to do a seven-figure business called Cash Machine and then Wealth Cycles. So McGraw-Hill found me. The publisher found me. And then from that, got all the TV. So mm -hmm. that was just part of the deal is they would put me on every TV show. So from 2006, when the Millionaire Maker launched the book, which became a New York Times within three days, um, till... 2008. So like I did six, seven, and eight. I did year after year after year. I did like, I jammed those books. But in that time frame, Mary, I became, you know, very close. Harvecker wrote Millionaire Mind. Um, Gary Keller from McKellar Williams wrote uh -huh. Real Estate. So collectively, we all partnered in our Millionaire series. And that's really what took us across the globe. I mean, we moved so quickly together um, as authors, as speakers, as a team. And then I was a single mom, so I was willing to travel. So I would just yeah. nanny and my son, and we'd go to Australia, and we'd go to Asia, and we'd go, you know, we were, when Jordan Belford got out of prison from the Wolf of Wall Street, um, I met him in Asia. His first, his first tour after he uh, was released was with me and Chris Howard and Colonel Powell, and a lot of us, we were traveling around Asia together. Okay. So it, a lot of it is just was my freedom to say, I'm not going to be a tied down single mom like a lot of them are. It's like, we're going to pick up and go. We're going to make the money it costs to sit in first class, travel around the world, came back home 2007, bought an airplane, said, heck with the commercial flying. So I've just decided to make it the way I wanted it. And it's not okay. about making it big or, you know, ego around any of that. Having your own plane gets you around really quick. So I just decided to do it that way in that time period. And then Here's what I say to those listening about how it happens. You got to okay. keep moving. You got to keep moving and you got to keep mentors that keep you moving. So like I have world-class mentors right now. Some of the top billionaire economists are my mentors helping me guide people through this COVID because I go to them and say, this is what I want to air. This is how I believe it needs to get done. And they're like, dead on. I said, perfect. So then I do it and then I interview them. So it's just this cycle of saying yes, figuring it out and staying in front.
And a lot of people put their head down and say, oh my God, I'm so scared. It's like, well, get a mentor. I know. So, so the mentorship is a big factor in how you were able to build your business and bring a lot of the resources, you know, put together a team is, and having a mentor. Is that, is that the, the key to? Well, and then I just knew how to make money. And then okay. I, knew, I knew how to make money and I knew how to cut deals. So I know I love making deals, meaning I love finding broken little companies or broken pieces of real estate and fixing them up. And then I just love teaching people how to do that. So I don't do it I with see. them. I don't do it for them. Um, but I teach them how to do it. In fact, I just got booked on a summit uh, coming up the next few weeks, teaching people how during this time, because more businesses are going to fall down. Like it's going to happen. Yes. Some people are going to go back to work. And I can tell you a lot of those people are delusionary, whether their boss is going to bring back the workforce. Yeah. Why they? I'm coaching a lot of them saying, why would you open back up? And should you open back up? Like that's, I love doing those, those, you know, those strategies. Like mm-hmm. should a restaurant open back up? Do you know the overhead and the food carrying costs and the staff costs? And yes. And if they could, if they figured out how to do delivery and they can collaborate with other chefs, why? Do you really need to, you know, hair salons, I'm talking hair salons, I'm talking to car dealerships, I'm talking to a lot. Like, do you come back out now that you've had this time to pause and either you fixed your company or it's on the floor and do you really want to, to gather it back up? And so that's what I love coaching, but I've got, you know, again, 25 years of just helping strategize and mentor people through it. How did I do How did I get here? I just went to other people like and said, mm-hmm. how do you do that? How do you, how do you assess whether I remember uh, years ago, I bought a pizzeria and uh, I called one of my, you know, colleague friends. And I said, you know, you, but you've been in the restaurant business. I said, this little pizzeria, it looks like a gold mine. How do you assess it? He said, let me get on a plane and fly out. He said, I'll own part of it, part of it if we buy it. I said, perfect. So I think that's what a lot of it is, is how do, how does things like this happen? And so I'm going to be doing a summit. I'm going to be doing more broadcast live about mm-hmm. how do you look around your community? I mean, somebody owns everything in your town. Why don't you want more of it? It's kind of my yeah. theme. Yeah. So what are your best success from, uh, for coaching people? Oh my gosh, I have so many. Where would I start? I mean, some of the most devastating stories I've taken, you know, single moms with five kids off welfare by teaching them how to have a company and use their family. And, you know, and again, they got to do the work. They got to work. Um, And then I've taken, oh my gosh, you name it. So folks like real estate mortgage, 2008, nine and 10. That's when I was Dr. Phil's. Yes. I remember that time. (laughs) Yeah, I was Dr. Phil's money expert at that time. And he would send me into families who would apply online and say, I need a money makeover and I need some help. And so taking people who have a really good skill set but don't know how to be good entrepreneurs. So Mm -hmm. I could go in a lot of categories from, you know, people who own brick and mortar stores. I love natural path, chiropractor, um, service-based companies, uh, hair salons, like any of that kind of activity is really easy to fix because I just know the systems behind. So a lot of times uh, somebody who's really good at a thing doesn't know how to be a good entrepreneur. So I've taken a lot of those. Um, Like I have a chiropractor in Australia who's making 720 grand, um, working 60, 70 hours a week. When I was done working with him after about three years, we worked pretty intensely. He was doing 4.2 million, working 12 hours a week. Um, Here locally in our Reno market, um, had a naturopath who was just barely getting by. Mm -hmm. His new amount where somebody checks out is not booking a next session. They're actually buying a ton of supplements. His average checkout cost is around $400 or price to a customer. So, um, optician or, you know, like an obstetrician. So, um, I'm sorry, not obstetrician, um, opto- 
optometrist, right? So I've taken mm-hmm. eye doctor clinics. And again, same thing. I'm not going to book your next eye appointment, Marie. I'm going to say, would you like one glasses or you like four glasses? So what you do, like there's a strategy to, to build revenue and sales into every system. And most people, they're good at cutting hair. They're good at cooking. They're good at the thing. And what I like to do is then help build the bigger system and strategize the bigger system for people. So have you taken some people where they almost have nothing and you turn them to a millionaire? Many. And I can tell you in the speaker author business, I'm one of the very few. I mean, even if you look at like Bob Proctor, Brian Tracy, if you look at a lot of the big authors, they did it through infomercials or uh, events. I'm one of the few, especially women who have five New York times. I mean, that's no small deal to go get. Yes. And so I love taking, like, I love helping people get a book to market. Um, and now okay. you really for a New York Times. You can. I have one person that's hiring me to do that. You really go for an Amazon bestseller. But I've taken a lot of speakers and taken them from barely getting 100 grand into a millionaire. I mean, that's fast. You can do that in a year, 18 months, two, two years. Easy. Wow. If you do everything I say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's I've been a I always say, you know, people hear that and say, boy, she's kind of arrogant. I said, no, I'm just, I'm confident. Like, I just know how to do it. You have to do everything I say, though. Like, if I say you got to get a website and a database, you got to get a website and a database. It's got to uh-huh. be some way. It can't be kind of sloppy done. You can't joint venture with everybody. You got to pick a lane. There's a way to do it. And a lot of people don't know. And the bigger thing I love with speakers, authors, and I've coached a lot of them. The big, big, big names have probably been my clients. They have been. Um, because a lot of them don't know how to build wealth. So what that means, a lot of speakers get into this pattern of a big lifestyle. And I could name them, the ones that did it, I helped them get a big name and big mm-hmm. money, and then they blew it. And those who actually built a big name and then figured out how to invest it. And they're the ones that are super sustainable. So I love that part of helping them, you know, because the speaking publishing author industry, this industry of education, especially if you have good content, yes, it's not difficult to make money. People are craving good content. And and you know the problem is you can make the money but then what are you going to do with it mm-hmm. right and so i create money rule i help them generate money rules and be thinking so a lot of it just through conversation and experience and watching other people i mean i got thousands and thousands of people that became millionaires yeah now um in all these years that you've been coaching what are the uh, challenges that you've had were there any other people that have been against you and you had to fight them um, in some kind of a legal battle. I mean, yep. what, what are some of your challenges? Tons. Well, first of all, I'm one of the only few, I mean, Sharon Lecter is like, I call her my financial mom. And there's very few women that are in, in the money and finance mentoring conversation. There's a lot that do mindset and law of attraction. I was in the secret. So I've done all that. I talk about money, right? How to make it, how to keep it, how do you invest it? How do you use a team? So I do all the how to's right down to the very nitty gritty. What bank account should you use? Right. How do you extend credit cards during this time? We've been, you know, talking to people about getting loans, getting deferments. Do you do it? What, when do you do it? How do you pivot and make money? I do a workshop online where people literally in two day period are making two, three thousand dollars new money, just like that. Like I just you know how okay. to do that. So, um, the challenges though, because of in the woman's space in a very male industry, highly attacked, highly attacked. I'm typically the only woman on a finance stage. I can go on big, you know, investor stages, uh, education stages, just invited to a big Forex conference. I've been invited to stock conferences and real estate. I'm typically the only woman there. So that has its own challenges. And then um, 
culturally, there are challenges around the world of being taught by a woman. So that's been an interesting. Oh. So there's countries I just won't go speak in because uh, the men only want to talk to men. And, you know, women should be home having babies. And I do have babies. <laughs> and I probably have more money than them. So, uh, yeah, but I've been sued. Absolutely. You know, um, you know wow. one of my greatest mentors said, you know, welcome to uh, really doing business. Because a lot of people don't know what they're doing and they love the blame. And so they were irresponsible. They didn't do what I said. They said, well, your book said, I said, I didn't say it. I didn't wire you money. You didn't give me any money. That's probably the biggest myth is people give me money to invest. I don't take any investor dollars. I don't do deals with uh, people. I don't. And so there's a big myth that I do those and I don't. And uh, when they lose money, they love to blame somebody. And I'm yes. not the only one. There are a lot of people who teach the money space. I mean, from Kiyosaki to Sharon to Keith to Sandy. I mean, uh, even, um, I mean, Jordan Belford, mm -hmm. uh, who else just recently, um, um, Tim Ferriss. Oh my God. He and I have talked a lot. I mean, he wrote for, you know, for our work week. I mean, he's, you know, has been highly sued. Most people who are super, super successful, somebody pissed him off. Somebody had needs a reason. And as a woman, it's easy to point a finger faster here. You know, if, if men do what I do, they're called powerful and you know, our other term, right? <laughs> Oh, it's not you are so so amazing i mean to to hear all of these things wow. knowing that you've had all of those challenges and you're still you know uh very active very mm -hmm. successful and you're going into so many tv shows that's just incredible your accomplishment mm -hmm. and i'm sure you've you've touched a lot of people's lives in terms of helping them with their you know financial situation i mean i am even excited for all of those people that you're going to be helping because it looks like you have all this experience and talent that you can just change you know really totally uh, turn their life around well the fastest one that i love to teach which is what you know we're doing this virtual marketplace mm -hmm. is teaching them how to make money you know we're not taught to make money right the investing part and teaching them how to invest i mean there's lots of stuff around that especially in real estate and um there's not a lot of information though in investing in businesses people don't mm -hmm. know how to do that so i do love that but i always go back to what's your business first so if you can't run a business you're gonna have a hard time buying or looking at another one if you're looking at you know the subway next door saying it's going to fall down should i go invest in it and you, you need to run your own company so where we start is with you because you're your greatest mm -hmm. asset how do you how do you even look at a pnl how do you look at a balance sheet you know people hear that marie from the, even this conversation yes they're not running on a pnl and balance sheet they're running on their checkbook balance that's, that's true <laughs> on yes balance not on what a pnl or a cash flow statement could provide for them so people look at what i do sometimes and i'll say they'll say that's really risky and i said the pnl is going to work like you got to work the plan not work more money in your checkbook because everybody's checkbook changes daily i mean if you mm -hmm. if you look at your and you make decisions based on your checkbook on the first and the 15th you won't make a decision You'll be like, oh there's no money because most of the you know payments have been taken out but by the 10th 12th there might be more money uh, or it's the other way and you finally get paid on the 15th you make decisions and by the 29th or 30th you're not making any decisions because it's it's just a crazy old-fashioned very very uneducated mm -hmm. way to do it so okay. let's start with like how do you even understand basic money and then how do you go from being an occupational person to an entrepreneur and during this COVID thing i mean that's why i'm probably out more now than ever i am mm -hmm. out more than ever is because I know how to teach people how to go make money. So yes. doing this workshop, I'm doing these live marketplaces, teaching people, you know, when you do get the opportunity to go back to work, wouldn't it be nice to say you don't have to because you actually became an yeah. entrepreneur? Like it'd be nice, be nice. 
So that's kind of my big message now is have a choice whether you want to go back or not. Become an entrepreneur, learn to make money. So, so, so you, you said that uh, you're going to take, if someone is interested in working with you, so you teach them how to just look at basic stuff. And then, so what is the next step you, what are, what is the process? How, how do you take them to where, you know, um, they can see, um, they can understand what you're teaching them and how long does it take to do that? You know, it depends on the person and their willingness to learn, right? Okay. So for all your so it viewers. It vary. It varies. So but I'm going to give all your viewers this book. So this is put more cash in your pocket. So this is kind of the beginning. Okay. So, I mean, they can go to like asklaurel.com. It's spell my name, right? L-O-R-A-L. And uh, we have an application process. We, they can get a confidential conversation and they don't have to fill out an application. It's a few questions just to say, where are you? Like, what do you, because what's interesting about what people is where they think they are versus where we see they can be. Mm -hmm. Right. And a lot of people have this weird relationship to debt. So we got to untangle that. And honestly, debt and money are so cheap right now. Why would you pay off all your debt? Why would you pay off a 3% credit card or even a 5% when you can make 10, 20, 30, 40, when you can make money? I mean, the market had the biggest crash in the history since 1929, March 17th. If you were unaware un of what was going on, the greatest market crash in the history of our lifetime has just occurred. And were you ready or did you just like, were you watching Netflix? And so yeah. a lot of people need to like pay attention. So how it starts is, is just like where are we, I call it a baseline. Like, where are you now? Like, what are you making? What are you spending? Where's mm -hmm. your credit cards? Um, do you have any investments? Do you have any like big debt? Do you own a mortgage? Do you have old cars? Like what, what do you have? Right. Just a basic assessment. It's not a big analysis. And then we just start, we start on the income and expenses, like their daily, you just get that kind of stable and what have they got really focused on making money. Mm -hmm. And then usually I send the balance sheet part out to financial strategists or an accountant. And we just start, we start very organically. It depends where they are. depends if they have family, depends if they're married. So everybody mm -hmm. starts a little bit different, but you got to get the basics handled. So that's always the first is get the basics. And a lot of people too, Marie, they don't even bank a proper bank. I mean, we got okay. to handle a lot of stuff. Now I, if, if someone is so like wanting to work with you and they don't have a way, I mean, I, I'm not really sure how much it costs you to, <laughs> to work with you, but I'm trying to figure out if someone is really broke and they want to work with you, is there a possibility that they can still work with you? Yeah. Yep. I started a Facebook group called Millionaires in Training. Okay. So if, if, if you use just the link, asklaurel.com. So it's A-S-K-L-O-R-A-L. From there, Marie, the people will follow, you know, from our broadcasts. And yeah, I have a millionaire training group where I actually have recorded, I don't even know, 30, 40 hours. Of okay. How do you get through this? How do you defer? Do you defer? How do you talk to your landlord? If you're a landlord, how to talk to your tenants? Like really all the little details go into that millionaires in training. And that's currently, we're giving that away. Okay. Um, but for 97 bucks and anybody can do this, I'm doing a workshop where as long as you do everything I say, I'm pretty much guaranteeing you're going to make money online. And I I've see. done it now. So for yeah. 97 bucks is kind of the starting point. And then let's just start making money and not worry about the cost of anything else. Right now, 97 bucks gets you going. We make okay. money. And the other thing too, I'd say to people who say they can't afford it is then let's work on your credit and your credit cards. Let's see where your money is. How have you been spending it? I mean, what I see about people like that say they can't afford some things, you know, they're driving a $50,000 car. It's like, yeah, really? like exactly. why are you making those choices? I mean, you're making very odd financial and money choices in lieu of, you know, where you are. And my concern with this whole stimulus package and people getting, you know, $1,200, $2,000, they're just going to spend it. 
They're not going to put it away. They're not going to know what to do with it. So they're just going to spend it. Say, oh, look, I got a little lottery ticket. That's unfortunate. So I'm not a huge fan of what was going on in the stimulus because I think it's going to a lot of uneducated and unmotivated homes. Um, and you say, well, that could help people if they knew how to help themselves. Are they buying food? Are they putting things away? Are they doing their, their money right? I mean, I'm talking basics, right? And a lot mm -hmm. of people don't do the basics right. Okay. Well, um, Laurel, as a woman, I mean, I, I see how, how uh, powerful you are and how, you know, you have this uh, strength in you that I wanted to find out if, I mean, if, I wanted to ask you if there is a word that you can give to uh, women out there, especially the single mom, because you can totally relate to that. I mean, what are the things that you can, um, you can uh, share with them at this point of, of our pandemic situation? Because I know there's a lot of people there that are afraid, especially for the single moms and who have lost their jobs. What is mm -hmm. something that you can share with them in terms of mindset? Um, make some money. I'm going to give you this. You yes. read as fast as you can. Any kid over eight can read this book. So this is about, I would, I would have a family conversation. So what can we do family to make some more money? Right. So can do the kids have technical skills? Like think of all the teachers. I mean, think of all the different places that you could help somebody right now. Like if anyone has technical skills, think of all the teachers who don't even know how to do this broadcast and they're having to teach kids. Most kids in the country are not going in the world actually are not going back to school. So between now, my biggest concern systemically is between now and August or September, when your kids go back to school, what's going to have happened to their behaviors and their grades. Right. So who's going to okay. be helping parents who's helping. So what I say to the parents is what can you do to collaborate to help each other and charge for it. So the biggest thing I find with uh, single parents or even like new people to this money conversation is because they're so employed. They think money, the only way money comes is from a paycheck. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see how you're going to make money because of your value and the service you're going to provide to somebody. So inside the put more cash book, there's a thousand different ideas on how to okay. do the simple things to make money. And I'm not asking about building a big enterprise right now. What would an extra couple thousand, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 a month do for your family? And literally like I just had a big celebration, uh, you know, call last night with our students from last week where like they were literally making three, $4,000 in a two day period. So the way our workshop starts, it starts on Wednesday at five, goes to Friday at five and you tally how much money you make. And it's a competition and it's fun and we make it super exciting. You meet tons of people at 140 people live buying and wow. selling and thousands of dollars got made. So once you learn how to make money is what I'd say. So don't worry about your mindset now learn how to make money and your mindset will change. See, I think a lot of people use mindset as an excuse. Here's what's really going on. You don't know how to sell and you don't have an offer. So no one's giving you, no one, you're not transacting money. So of course you have a weird relationship because you don't even know what you're doing, but it's not mindset. It's your lack of ability to sell something because you don't have. I see. Well, that's such a good point there. I mean, uh, it makes sense to me too. <laughs> I really like what you just said. So um, I totally appreciate your time, Laurel, you know, you are a blessing to so many people. And I, I again, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for uh, doing this call. Uh, if people wants to um, reach out to you again, uh, can you just share it again, the, uh, the website or the link that they can go to? If you can Absolutely. do that, please. Go to ask Laurel, A-S-K-L-O-R-A-L. So asklaurel.com. And again, I'm giving you a free copy of my book. I'm giving you a software that will actually give you a high protection from uh, downside of the stock market. Um, people who have the software that I've used for years, we lost like 2.8, not 30. So I'm giving you a whole bunch of free resources on askworld.com just to get you some stability. There's a lot of free education. And if you want to do the workshop, you can click on the $97 link and come join us at our virtual marketplace.
we're gonna awesome oh my gosh thank you thank you so much so to all of you out there who's watching this video uh, or listening, uh, please make sure to share this video. Uh, this is actually an incredible, incredible interview with Laurel. And there's a lot of information um, that will benefit people. And um, any last word, Laurel, for before we, we sign off? I would just say be in action. Get your head out of uh, Netflix and Hulu. Get your head into this conversation. <laughs> you, have a, you have a window of time without interruption or excuses to run your kids around, be at work, have any demands to really lean in and say, you know what, financial literacy is important to me, so I got to learn. So right. lean in, read the book, and stay in touch with us. All right. Thank you so much, Laurel. And I do want that uh, copy of your book. That would be awesome to have. And hopefully we can schedule another time uh, for uh, another information, if, if that's good with you. Absolutely. Thank right. you. Thank you. Day. Well, have an amazing uh, day, and uh, we'll be talking soon. Thank you. All right. Thank you.